All right. So, welcome to another episode of Talks with Coach. Today, my guest is Coach Bolin. How are you doing? Doing good. How are you? I can't complain. All right. Um, so, first of all, let's just start with the teaching. Where did you get your motivation to be a history teacher from, or if not history, a, be <laughs> no. a teacher? Um, I think coming out of college, I really wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to stay around the game, stay around basketball. Um, I really got my motivation from the guys I was teaching and coaching with in the Bronx. Um, I started out at a place called St. Raymond's High School. Uh, it was a tremendous place to work. Um, great family atmosphere, really purposeful uh, people. And um, Gary DeCesar, who was the head basketball coach of the school, uh, just a, a real role model and mentor for me. Um, Mr. Greg Scott was also a, a alum of the school, an all-city basketball player back in the day. He was a tremendous role model for the kids, and I just really wanted to be able to pour into kids they, the way they did. Um, and uh, yeah, there's, there's, there's still mentors and, and, and people that I look up to and reach out to today. For sure. So for me, I always like enjoyed history because when I moved, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. before I moved to um, Maryland, um, I had an English, I had a history teacher who, she was like more like an older style teacher, so mm -hmm. textbooks, you know, mm -hmm. take the notes, the definitions, you know, units and stuff, use the notes on the quizzes and tests. Then when I moved yep. to Maryland and I had Mr. Julian, it was like, we never like opened up a textbook. So I was like, wow. <laughs> and like, there was know, like, is that a good thing? <laughs> I mean, me personally, I liked, I liked, I always enjoyed like the textbooks and the note taking. Like mm -hmm. I was always just a fan of that. But then I don't have a problem with like the PowerPoint presentations and you know, right. the, the, the Google doc worksheets. I don't have right. a problem with that, right. but. Yeah, it's interesting. My, my, probably the reason I gravitated towards history was because my AP US history teacher in high school, a guy named Mr. Curry. Um, I mean, he was so passionate about the subject. He was one of those teachers you just hated to let down. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and it was it was a subject I really gravitated towards. Um, and yeah, that's, that's probably pro probably why I chose history. Right. You know, as the direction I wanted to go. For sure. So my question is: Are you a fan of the new methods of teachers teaching, where teachers normally don't give out textbooks for students to keep? Uh, through the year, or are you a fan of the PowerPoint presentations and the Google Docs? Um, I think I like the way teaching is going. I think you can make it a lot more accessible for kids um, with the internet, with these Google Doc, with these Chromebooks, everything. We've got a, a lot more access to different kinds of documents and different kinds of videos and different kinds of um, different perspectives on topics. Um, I think Google can also be like an overwhelming tool, though, because you get, you know, you type in something into a search engine, you can get millions of hits. It's like, where do I go? Right. So it's hard for kids that don't have the experience to be able to sift through all that stuff. Right. To come up with actual information that they can utilize. Um, but that's also become a lot more of the teaching process is teaching those kinds of skills to be able to pick out what's credible, what's not, who should I trust, who shouldn't I, what process do they use to check all their information before right. they publish it. Um, I and I like a lot more of an interactive kind of class. I'm not a big stand up in front lecture right. kind of person. Um, and I think with so many textbooks transitioning to e-formats, mm -hmm. 
you know, the actual physical textbook, if you are that still that kind of teacher that likes to give out, hey, read chapters such and such or do these vocabulary terms, right. you know, all that stuff still has a place. I just think it's, <clears throat> there's a lot more flexibility in how, uh, how the ideas are presented. For sure. So I follow your Instagram and I see a couple <laughs> posts about you fishing. Do you enjoy fishing? Is that a hobby of yours? Oh, uh, when I go home um, to visit family, uh, we spend a lot of time on the water. Um, my grandfather, uh, when he came over here uh, from Germany, was actually working on freighters and all sorts of different kinds of boats right. in New York, uh, in New York Harbor. And we've always been a family that spends a ton of time on the water. So when I go home, it's not too often, but definitely during the summertime. For sure. Um, my brother-in-law's got a little boat, so we get to go out fishing with him. And um, taking my son and daughter fishing is a lot of fun. For sure. Um, so, so for me, like... Pennsylvania, Western Pennsylvania, it's like mm -hmm. a lot of freshwater fishing, yeah, you know, yeah. ponds, creeks, yep. lakes. So for me, it's like I tend to catch, I mean, smallmouth bass, largemouth yeah, bass, yeah. carp, uh, bluegill. That's um, awesome, man. It, 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 yeah. Personally, it's just something that I just I'd love to do. Whenever we go fishing, I'm yeah. very competitive. I have an attitude like if I don't <laughs> catch anything, I'll just be like. I'm the, that's sort of the area that just being out on the water is right. kind of like my I'm not competitive at all. It's like right. just have some fun, <laughs> right. enjoy family, enjoy the weather, you know, being out on the water. Um, fishing, you know, we do a lot of saltwater fishing, but um, it's always, I mean, it's always just fun to be out there. Right, for sure. So I just started going saltwater fishing like maybe like a year ago. Mm -hmm. My dad has a buddy that has a boat and we usually go to the Baltimore Harbor. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've ever been to the Baltimore Harbor. It's like a spot under the Bay Bridge where it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. by the pillars. Like it's like anywhere yep. from like 50 to 70 feet. You know, you get a bloodworm and then throw it yeah, out, you know, you get a yep. rockfish. But see me, I've never caught, no one on the boat, as if, at, at least when I've been fishing, has like caught like a big rockfish. Like, wow. Yeah, like, it's so it's like funny as those rockfish, we call them stripers. Mm -hmm. um, it's the most common sort of fish along the East Coast. Um, they can get, um, off the coast of New England, they can get pretty big. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. I mean, <laughs> you know, my son is what? 10 the first time he hooked a fish was like you know he's like oh my god this is awesome. <laughs> so, it was pretty cool for sure um how old were you when you went fishing for the first time oh my god i mean I, we were we were really little we've literally been on the water most of our lives right um I mean, I was on a ferry boat the, the day after I was born. Right. <laughs> going out to Long Island. Um, look, I did five or six, maybe. Something like that. My dad and I used to go out. We had a little wooden skiff that we used to go fishing in. Right. Um, my friends and I would always go fishing. There was a little bridge that we always used to ride our bikes to and go fishing off of. Um, yeah, it's 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 been... I've been fishing most of my life, I think. Yeah, so when I went fishing for the first time, I was about seven or eight. We went in this little little pond mm -hmm. at like a little, I wouldn't say, like a county park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so, I don't know if you know, like the little like Avengers, like uh, fishing culture uh -huh. yeah, has yeah, the yeah. big button. You just push the button. It, yeah. Yep. And we were on those, we were just using worms. So then, every time I cast it, I'd be like, I'm going to catch one. Best. I'm going to catch one. There was a little bait shop that we used to go to right next to the bridge. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> it was in a sort of a marina i guess mm -hmm. but um we get night crawlers in these little white oh, boxes yeah. and stuff like that and those are awesome cut them up put them on right yep we can catch fish all day 
And I would cast it, and then, like, I would be on a branch. I'd be like, Uncle, oh, cool. I that was my uncle. I was like, oh, go ahead, Lydia, I got a fish. She's like, no, no, you just got a branch. <laughs> and so every time I cast it, mind you, I'm with my cousin. He's just bang, bang, bang. At this time, he's like five. Just yeah. one after the other after the other. I'm like, dang. And then exactly. right when I'm out there, I just feel a bite. I'm like, what's going on? Because, you know, we use like the big, big bob or something. Like, mm-hmm. okay, when that goes under the water, that yep. means that a fish is biting and you need to start reeling it. I'm like, okay. A little red and white. Top. Yeah, the yep. little, yep. yeah. Sometimes a neon yellow ones and then uh-huh. the neon pink ones. Yep. And then I catch one and I got one. I caught a small, small mouth bass for my first fish ever. But for my last question... Um, in your interview a couple years back with Nigus, mm-hmm. um, you spoke about uh, people who could possibly have trouble about dribbling a basketball and how you don't need a whole ton of gadgets um, to have, to, when you could just pick up a basketball and just practice dribbling. Um, so now I'm going to apply this question to the classroom. If a student were allowed to apply that to their school life, do you think it would make it easier? For, do you think it would make their classes easier for them? I think there's a certain point at which all of us as professionals can take our subjects really, really seriously. And we've been doing this all our lives, so right. we tend to have a lot of joy in the details of right. the event right. or the topic that we're talking about and we can kind of get ourselves in the weeds talking about the details and stuff. <laughs> um, and sometimes we forget that you know 15 year olds think differently right so it's sometimes it's hard for me to like simplify things um, but I think the more we as a teaching community can simplify concepts and really right. try and break it down to its really essential elements um, and keep the practice simple right. and accessible. Um, I think the more effective we'll be, and the, the more you guys will learn. For sure. So that was my final question. Thanks for doing this interview with me. I really enjoyed no it. And uh, good luck to your season. Um, and I appreciate that. You have a good rest of your day.